0: Hello, and welcome to Where the Living Room Used to Be, a podcast about Rhode Island's music scene. Rob Duguay, uh, thanks for uh, reconnecting. Um Yeah, you were the first person that came to mind. I was thinking about this year. You know, we are definitely not back to quote unquote normal, um, but it's been nice in 2022 to kind of see shows come back to uh, you know a a more regular stride of things and some you know festivals that are coming back. Because yeah, we talked a while back and it was you know we were kind of projecting into uh, the future with uh, you know the crystal ball that we had and. but yeah, so it's just really nice to think of uh, of you for that, and and kind of reflect back on this year. And just wanted to kind of have a conversation about uh, some of your favorite uh, releases. You know, I have a, a short list of some of mine as well, and then some of our you know favorite shows that we kind of saw this year. Just to you know shout out some Rhode Island bands and um, just have a conversation. To be honest, I'm just interested to hear what uh, you've been listening to and what kind of stood out. You know, because you cover so so much and. Uh, Yeah. So thanks again, Rob, for doing this. And, um, you know, I kind of wanted to start with the releases. So, you know, we don't have to do it in any kind of order, but uh, was there a, you know, what was the first particular release that came out in 2022 that uh, that kind of stuck out and uh, you'd want to talk about?
1: Well, I think like. When I, I'll give you like I made you, get, you know, like I did a lot of research like cool. um, I like to reflect on this year for yeah, myself yeah. So like actually get covered and go through what I really like really like that came out this year and like just so I have what could be accurate and what I'm talking what, what I what I, what I what I liked that came out mm-hmm. I think the best like I think my my three favorite like I would say my four favorite records that came out this year were Jesse the Tree's Pigeon Man yeah, yeah. the stool against Devils Night. Bocek's "Highly Clung to Love" and "On Ice" by Mini Beast. Um, oh, cool! But uh, you know, there's also, there's also the white. There's also like White Hot Electric Daddy by Smoke Breaks. It's a great rock and roll record. It came out this year. Chachi mm-hmm. Garvalo came out with a new great, um, another great uh, hip hop record called Legacy.
0: Yeah, with um, the Vertigo. You know, yeah, the yeah. Nurse.
1: Yeah, 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 the Nurse, which is a band. They're like a, they're a rock and roll band. They're a rock band from like northern northern part of rhode island um they've, I, they played Providence a few times they put out a record called *Memento mori that came out this year it's really really good and um fucking brunch which is a kind of like a jazz fusion band from providence there are four twos there are four dudes trying to rip ep i liked a lot they very it's all instrumental but they have like a saxophone and like you know like prog guitars and like it, it was a, it's a really cool record um, I like Jake Huntsaker a lot. I'm a big fan of his songwriting and um, the rock drawing, mm-hmm. the action, the album we did with the rock bomb band. I thought it was awesome. Yep. It was great to actually hear him on a record and see what he could do with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Olivia, yeah like Olivia Dolphin, her album, Lionheart Blood, she's great. Maddie McGill just put out a great record called Surrender. That's awesome. Dave Alves, who was originally oh, yeah. from like, the Dutch area, um, but he lives in Providence. His album, Witterstins, is a very interesting singer songwriter, right?
0: Yeah, very,
1: yeah. yeah, very, like kind of complex arrangements, but mm-hmm. it was a very interesting record, beginning, beginning to end. Some band you might be, might be familiar with called High Plains. Oh, they High Plains! A record called Ghost Town. Like oh, cool! Yeah, yeah. thanks, man. Um, yeah,
0: <laughs> I
1: am familiar. No yes, problem. and I
0: appreciate that. Yeah, yeah,
1: well, familiar.
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> um, like their Fight Club. They put out their album Volume Two, all instrumental, like kind of like psychedelic blues rock stuff. Mm-hmm. It's really awesome. I mean, a fellow podcaster of yours, Bill Bartholomew Beige, that yeah. record I liked a lot. Like, there's a song on it called a Serious Light, which is one of my like favorite songs that came out this year in Providence. Like, it's oh, really? it is one of the like, Singer Sorrow songs. It's like, it's like a, it's a perfect song in many different facets. So I really liked a lot. Mm.
2: Save Richard for the holiday. Inferior to make up minds. Stop playing with the long game. I fear you could be left behind. I still lie in the shade, and I care enough to recognize in for romance it appears that you cannot decide you've got me on the run star faced and camouflaged you've got me in the right caught up in a serious lights started taking moments to clear my head and try to find
1: that's like a rundown of the of the records that I like that came out this
0: year. Yeah, I know
1: a lot of them, but you shouldn't yeah.
0: No, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you hear so much, and and yeah, same thing for me. You know, it was kind of tough to even, uh, you know, pair this stuff down. But um, yeah, I mean, I guess Pigeon Man from Jesse the Tree was on my list as well. Um, I'd like to kind of talk a little bit more about that just to you know we don't have to go like crazy deep but just you know like why that stood yeah. out um to me you know similar to you like i've been a fan of jesse since the moment i heard him you know i was lucky enough to put out his first album space tomatoes on cassette uh like the first edition pressing of that and um you know it's just really connected with him but with pigeon man this was his debut on strange famous records like the legendary hip-hop label and yeah. he took it to uh, another level um, in my view, and and did some different stuff, you know, like he uh, obviously with strange famous they have a long history, and there's like a, a level of like you know commercialness that they want to have versus you know those that are familiar with Jesse, you know he drops a lot of stuff whenever you know like i'll shout out truly dan i don't know if you heard that but it was like a short like seven minute ep but it was like just brilliant you know sort of like avant-garde hip hop stuff you know but uh jesse worked for a long time like a couple of years on pigeon man with mopes who produced it um and yeah it just stood out you know like it uh you know the probably the biggest compliment i could give that is that you know i my friend andy who i played in a band with none of you know that are listening or anything like that but it was like the first guy that got me into hip-hop when i was like 14 um he uh you know unfortunately passed away like way too early he uh ended up od'ing um but listening to pigeon Uh, man um it like made me think of him and it's just such a good record that i wish that andy was around that i could share this album with him um so like that's the caliber that pigeon man is um to me, you know, and it just runs, you know, some great like old school, uh, boom bap stuff to, you know, what everyone's kind of known yeah. for with, uh, uh you know, what Mopes does. But it, you know, Raz, uh, Raskin is on there. Just some great features. Um, you know, Dirty Dirty has a great song on there. So, yeah, I absolutely love that record. I've listened to it a ton. Um, yeah, but I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Like, what what kind of made you uh put that on the list?
1: I mean, you kind, of, you kind of said a lot, that, <laughs> I can say. I mean, the co- the, the collaborations on it are great. I mean, I've am I was I've been a fan of Mopes since he was prolific. Yeah, um, yeah. And I used to go see him mm-hmm. in, in, like, the late 2000s at the living room a lot, performing there. And, like, the early 2010s before he moved out of Rhode Island. <laughs> and so I've always been a fan of his. And so him, as a producer working with jesse as uh, as with the, the way jesse can just deliver love rhymes and raps mm-hmm. and his delivery like it's such a like happy marriage to see them yeah. together because they work so well together and their style is clean they style, they style they're, they're both their styles like complement each other very well um mm-hmm. so that's what i like about the record lies like how you kind of have like this like the old the old like 2000s era of Rhode Island hip-hop meeting this like you know this new era of rap and Mm -hmm. hip-hop in his record kind of in the sense where like you have like you know both in the production and jesse rapping and he kind of having that that marriage between the two eras in that sense
0: yeah yeah no i mean it's fantastic um you know, I'm glad, you know, I got to talk to Jesse. I'm sure you have too, but yeah, it seems like it's doing really well. Um, if oh, you yeah. haven't heard it, uh, you know, please check that out and, you know, as well, check out his like full catalog of, uh, all the interesting, uh, stuff that he does, uh, with various producers. Um, yeah, I mean, one thing that kind of comes to mind with that as well, like, uh, Alan from the band Passion Play had a feature on Pigeon Man and, you know, I'd I personally I want to shout out Passion Play's, uh, release syncing that came out over the summer. I don't know if you're familiar with that one, but um, it's uh, just phenomenal uh, in my view, like their passion play is um, they they had like a, a small change. They brought in Brian, who runs Road Ranch Recordings, and he came on to do vocals. And he's just a phenomenal performer. So it kind of took the band to a, a not that they were not good for their first release, but with sinking, uh, there was just uh, something else that kind of you know catalyzed together with that. And I just really love sinking. Um, it's kind of like in that same level of like the hardcore that's coming out of road that has come out of Rhode Island, such as like verse and weak teeth, uh, which I don't say lately. I mean, those are some of my favorite bands ever, you know, and passion play is kind of, you know, emerging and, and reaching that level. So, um, you know, that one, it was like a real standout to me. Um, And as far as I know, I think that they're starting to do uh, another like full length record that'll be coming out next year. So I'm like super excited about that. But yeah, that one was uh, a great one for me. So, um, yeah, I don't know if uh, you have anything to share about that, or if you want to shout out one of your other records that you uh, listed a little bit more deeply.
1: Yeah, I mean, I haven't, I haven't jumped, I don't see, I haven't jumped into that one too much. I'm probably going to do that after our chat. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it's good. Say,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah I'll say, um, say, like going along like that, line, those lines of like you know, noisy rock and roll, noisy rock music, mini beats on ice.
0: Oh right, yeah, it's
1: amazing. Um. Yeah, I mean I I I mean, I've been a big fan of, you know, Keith Seidel's a drummer and Peter Prescott and um and Niles the Light. Like that trio. Seeing them live is amazing. But what they could do on a record is really, really great as well. Um mm-hmm. and I like I liked how like there's a little bit of like kind of where poetry up does in the record. The production on it is fantastic. Um that that's what really blew my mind about it. Is like for a noise rock band, hearing things coming in clearly. Yeah, but like not. We're not in the. It's still abrasive, but you can like you want to listen to more of it rather than take it in doses. I think it's mm-hmm. really impressive. Um, and on ice, really for me. Um, and that's why it's one of my favorite local records out this year. Dave Alves' record, it's very different. Just because, like, it's not your typical singer songwriter record. That no. record is like, I mean, like he like puts like he has like field recordings in it. You know, like, yeah. I love I love that stuff. Like they, they they'll like transport you to a different place where you're listening to the record. Yeah, um, you know that one I always will like. Everyone with me a bit. It's like, because if you, like again, it's a very like anyone's listening. Listen to that album. And you'll know why I'm like kind of wowed by it because it's very different. It Gives you yeah. an experience. Yeah, like, records are giving you experience.
0: Yeah, like I'm um, sure that it like really pushed him as a musician to create that. But oh, honestly, yeah. even as like a listener, it pushed me as a listener. You know, at, like the um, the yeah, like the it was kind of all consuming. Like it, it had all of that like background stuff. These segues. Um, kind of the, I mean, even just like the length of it, like it was, uh, an experience yeah. to just be with it. It's not like, here's, here's 10 songs that I wrote, you know, about such and such, no. like it was like this full thought out kind of planned. I mean, it's, I don't even know the length of it, but it's a pretty long record as well. Um, so yeah, that, that one really kind of stood out. Yeah. Just for its uniqueness and just the amount of time and effort and a quality that is there as well. Yeah. So shout out to Dave. Um, thanks for making yeah.
1: that. One yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, that's why I would say, like, you know, out of the list. I mean, again, the Bill Bartholomew Page record is kind of runs around the same lines of how it's a very interesting record where it has a lot of variety within it, um, mm-hmm. where like it has its own cohesiveness, but like musically, like you know, like some songs stray. I mean, he'll and Bill does this, which I love him as an artist. He's not afraid to stray away from mm-hmm. like a from like a blue. To like do something different, and yeah. beige is like an example of that for for like a, you know a singer songwriter indie rock writer. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean Bear Fight Club, that volume two. I mean their volume one's great, volume two is awesome. Like if you like songs or named after sandwiches, I mean you can't <laughs> go wrong. Yeah. And, um, like you know, and that's a really cool like psychedelic blues sound. Like rest in peace, Ned Cronin. Um, he's on he passed away a few weeks ago. He's on part in you know sort of bands like run as a trio now, which is sad. He he has some great licks on that record. Um, as a guitar player, he you know, rest mm-hmm. in peace. Um, you know, but yeah, but um, but yeah, like that record's really great. Again, yeah, I mean, we've had, I think it's been a really interesting year, with like without with different records, because like, we it's, I mean, we've always have a diverse amount of stuff coming out locally around here mm-hmm. every year. Um, but but I would say it's like like the the the, the way the, the way the song some of some of some of the way these albums are structured. Is very interesting and very like mm-hmm. intriguing because yeah. of how like they're they're trying to be they they're making an effort to be different, but they're not trying too hard. You know what I mean? Yeah, like.
0: yeah. One thing I'll uh, kind of you know reminded of and want to shout out. You know, you mentioned Bill Bartholomew, who's uh, you know also known as the you know singer and guitarist of Silver Teeth. Um, kind of similar to that. Uh, local age which is uh michael sweet from forest fires uh he has a, a solo project called local age i don't know if you're familiar with that but they put out um some tracks and an ep and um i just absolutely love it i mean it's uh i guess it's kind of the opposite of dave because it's like these like short great kind of like dancey poppy songs like if you're familiar with forest fires it sounds like a solo project of the guy from forest fires, I guess, if it makes sense, you know, like it kind of removes some of the band elements of it, Mm -hmm. but it's still like full, um, the song, like, are you okay? is actually probably one of my favorite songs that came out this year. Um, and, uh, yeah, just like the short EP that he recorded on a four track, like literally like a cassette four track. And again, you probably know me well enough, Rob, or anyone that's listening that I like my analog stuff, you know? So he like literally, you know, went old school with like a cassette Uh, task cam recorder, um, and it was just like really honest, authentic stuff, you know. And um, you know, I I believe that you know, right? I know he had a a kid recently, um, and I think that he's kind of like you know, pumped the brakes a little bit. But I just really hope that he continues on with that project because it's just really exciting to me. Um, and that stuff really stood out, even though it was like such a small dose. Like I've listened to that stuff, like all all year like all summer long like are you okay was my jam um so um yeah just you know again came to mind as just you know someone that is continuing their music path uh from like a well known rhode island band into uh their their solo stuff but yeah shout out to uh local age and and michael for making some great music this year
1: Nice. I haven't heard that one either. But another you know, one for me to check out after our talk. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean yeah, I mean, I mean, i had to talk about the bocheck record. Mm-hmm.
0: Um Yeah, that, that one seemed on to love. be amazing, you know, like a, a, what they're doing now is they're they're taking off and that came on, on Roz's label uh self-love records. So yeah,
1: self-love, yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um I mean that record like, I, I interviewed about it for the Providence Journal, ahead of their uh, release show that happened in November and Machines and Magnets. And yep. I like how like they 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 want to have it be an emotional an emotional one eighty to their to their first record here now. Death later, where here now death later is kind of like an AC record, where this one is more of like a, a uplifting record. Um, I mean they bring a lot to the table. Um, mm-hmm. and so um, and so like this, so I'm always excited to see what they do next. And this record definitely shows a steady progression of what they're aiming for. Mm-hmm. You are know, just one of those bands where I'm always going to see what
0: the third and the next, they have a very malleable sound, Yeah, you know? Yeah, that is probably, yeah, honestly the best way to put it, you know? Like, they just uh, move in many different ways, and uh, yeah, I guess from my view, there's a lot of bands that say that they, you know, kind of defy, you know, certain styles and, and genres and stuff like that, but, uh, and, you know, that can be true to some, you know, in some regard, but I think Bocek is like legit, doing that. Like they just, you know, are just kind of moving into new spaces. And it's wonderful to see the response that people have to them, uh like the fans that they have. Oh, yeah. Um it's uh, you know, just a you know a great time. The 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 shows that I've seen them, you know, like people are digging it, you know. And it's just it's great to see people having fun, you know, at shows and stuff like that. You know. So I love it, you know. Um yeah. but you know, uh probably a name that you have heard of and I just want to shout it out is uh the Ted Leo EP series that he put out on Bandcamp this year uh oh, was yeah. really cool. Um again, similar to to Michael's like local age stuff. Um, you know, these were uh just you know, some like unreleased tracks, some um, you know, remix songs, some covers that that Ted had done. Uh, you know, as far as I know, it was all just done like Uh, you know by himself you know sort of like at at home um i think he's in wakefields um but you know i've just been a huge fan of ted leo forever um he's uh, one of the
1: nicest dudes
0: yeah uh i know he's not listening to this but ted if you need a local drummer I'm your guy, man. Uh, so uh, if someone ever ever gets the word to Ted that he you know <laughs> needs a local drummer, you know I will uh, I will definitely sit in, man. Um, but yeah, like Andy, come out the old 200, and for uh, Coit and Kelly are. Just they're just great. And I love the 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 concept behind it. I'm glad that he was able to do it. Um, but I also kind of just want to shout out just how important, you know, bandcamp has been, in my view, uh, to artists, you know, that I think, you know, I don't want to speak for Ted, but um, you know, I think that he saw oh, yeah. that, you, I, you, you know, that, you know, these were all released during Bandcamp Fridays and um, you know, Ted is a working musician, you know, hasn't been able to tour. Um, like literally was like affected by covid where he played at union station and that had to be delayed i think twice because of his own uh you know covid case you know so um so just the fact that he was able to release this music and and hopefully get a little bit of income and stay you know out in the the public sphere um so that's a, one piece of it but it's also just like great stuff you know uh, i I really enjoy it and and it, it sounds like he's just having fun you know just getting to do like a bG's cover um i think he does like a traffic cover just some of these other things that you know might not be able to necessarily make it to you know the larger label releases with you know if he's on touch and go or lookout or whatever else like that they might not be as open to you know dealing with all that stuff but it just is a great vehicle for that so yeah those really stood out to me as uh, as well so
1: awesome yeah yeah yeah, it's not, yeah i saw a little i saw like i got to i got to drink a little bit of that out. Bandcamp. i mean mm-hmm. yeah, i totally agree 100 on that it's really cool to see what you he can he, what you know it's again it's awesome but Bandcamp's great when you can see especially with a guy like ted who's who's a who's a reputable singer or a songwriter see what he can do outside of a label where he can have his own freedom to just post yeah. stuff online and there you go you know yeah
0: yeah, yeah. And I've just got one more on my list. Uh, if you've got any more you wanted to dig deeper in, but I can uh, share this and then we can kind of move into some of the memorable shows that we hit this year. But uh this one uh just really like hit me. Uh like it was a name that I'd heard before. Uh and I've actually worked with them. It's uh Tyler from Audio Geography. He uh it does lathe cut and he did the uh cassettes for um toadstool uh that that uh mike and i did for um his earth project uh so we put out a tape a couple years ago and audio geography you know did those they're like these cool swirl tapes so he does all that so i kind of knew that um but his band tragwag uh put out a new album via Tor johnson records and it's called how nothing works and it is an incredible like poppy 90s rock like emo record like it is like everything that i want i have uh you know again uh I've, you know been uh, kind of obsessed with some of these other songs that are out there like local age and stuff like that but like um i've just listened to that tragweg uh record like constantly since it came out uh and it's only been like um, i think it came out in november um so it's only been like a couple of weeks but um like highly recommend that and uh since Tyler does lathe cut vinyl and and owns his company. He got to, he released it on, he took laser discs, like old, like laser discs that you'd play, like, you know, movies. Um, and he was able to cut the record into that. So he did like this limited edition, uh, laser disc lathe cut, uh, with screen print covers. um, just like phenomenal presentation. Uh, but yeah, like highly r- like recommend checking that out as well as his back catalog. Um, He's, I, I guess to just shout him out just because he is like a little bit new. Like he uh is originally from Connecticut, I believe, uh, and was down in Tallahassee uh, where he actually wrote this record, but he's been here in Rhode Island for about a year now um, up in Lincoln. And uh, yeah, just put out this record. You know, I, I just honestly can't recommend it enough. If you're into any of that, like indie rock emo, you know, like he just did a cover set of the Google dolls for the, the cover show that John Pagano puts on at a skew oh, and nice. alchemy. Um, and we were just talking and he's like, yeah, man, there's a lot of like Google dolls in that, you know, how nothing works record. And I'm not as familiar with the Google dolls, uh, early stuff, but, uh, you know, it's just that, that's, um, kind of like just great catchy hooks. Um, and just his show is, is awesome. So I know he's going to be doing some shows coming up soon. I think he's playing at news cafe, maybe in January. Um, so yeah, definitely want to check that one out. Shout out to uh, Tragwag; it's a awesome, awesome record. I'm glad that uh, that one is made. You know, so yeah. And if you haven't heard that one, Rob, I mean, yeah, put that one on your list. It's uh, it's really fun.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll check it out. Definitely. And Google Dolls, the early stuff. Look up, check out Superstar Car Wash. That record okay. is like the the essential early '90s punk rock Google Dolls right here. It's really, really, yeah, good.
0: yeah. No, I know some of that stuff, yeah, from talking to Gail Greenwood, who uh, was in Boneyard and like toured with them back in the day, that they were oh, just yeah. like uh, you know, super close. But yeah, it's it's they are one of those bands that had like that very, you know, transformative careers where they're I'm super happy that they're um, you know, famous and and able to make a ton of money. And I don't play guitar, um, but I also just know that a lot of those Google Doll songs are like deceivingly hard to play, even though they're just like these like, you know, pop songs that you'll hear in the supermarket, they're like not. Easy pop songs. Um, so, uh, but yeah, like there's uh, a lot of people have just talked about that early Google doll. So I need to, you know, probably make a point of checking that out, especially now that I'm as, as big a fan as of Tragwag as, as I am, I need to probably go check out some of the, you know, ancestry of that stuff, you know, so. But yeah, I mean I'd love to uh, move into some of the uh the shows that you checked out this year and, and uh you know what's uh was memorable to you and, and why why they were memorable, you know?
1: Yeah. Um well I think I think like, like for I mean I think the main thing to talk about for me is I gotta go to a lot of festivals this year. Like twenty twenty three was like the first year, like full year of return mm-hmm. back from the COVID pandemic, you know, for a lot of music. Like you yeah. know, twenty twenty one. Like still the early part of it, there was really nothing doing, nothing going on until the vaccine became available in the spring. So like, we had we had like a full year for a festival season around here, and like going to Newport Folk and going to Newport Jabs was great. I think going to having rhythm and roots back mm-hmm. right, after before the uncertainty of it not coming back, and having yeah, be able to come I'd, back in yeah. full force yeah. and they had like the biggest crowd it had in years. Like oh, they had, that's like, cool. They had like five thousand, over five thousand people at one point. It was crazy. Um, you know, going you know, like going to those are awesome. Um, I would say for shows I made a list. Um like see it so like going to Cambria, um, like they they'll play at the gas Arena in Boston. And mm-hmm. they played that Fat Music Hall in the bar in Mar- in, in, um, in March of this year. And it was very rare. You, they don't play it in rooms like that anymore. Yeah. And to see, to see them perform there was amazing. Um, mm-hmm. It was incredible. It was so great. Um, see Black Mitty, um, a great band from England at the Columbus Theater a few weeks later in March, <laughs> yeah, it was kind of awesome. It was a really awesome. Me and, my, me and my friend Jason went there. And for some reason, I had VIP seating. I didn't know about it until Tom Wayman at the Columbus told me. So we had to sit <laughs> VIP watching a show. Black Midi came out to the Family Guy theme song, which is
2: awesome.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, it was great. Um, seeing the Schizophonics, they're a great band from the Bay Area of California. Um, mm-hmm. they're, like, they're, like, they're like 60s rock and roll. If you like the MC5 and James Brown revival fest this year at dusk was great i went mm-hmm. there i went to that um seeing Interpol and spoon at bullpoint park in august was awesome that was a great show Me and my friend Rory went to that that was fantastic shot as a fest was a very special time yeah yeah um, um yeah I mean our friend Nick and Nick Nick was a really good friend of mine for over 10 years and he passed away back in March and um, the the show forum him uh, that went the, the, that was that was done to memorialize him on um, September, that right, September was fantastic. I went to one mm-hmm. of the days of it and, and seen so many people and people I hadn't seen in years, seen, seen a long time. It mm-hmm. was like catching up, like having everybody, everybody's like great music all day. And it was such a special time. Um, D. Vi at the Strand, they're like, I mean, he's an incredible guitar player. I interviewed him for the Projo ahead of the show, and he was awesome. Um, he played this thing called the Hydra. Um you can look it up What's on that? My end. Yeah. It's a guitar and It's like a triple neck guitar. Um it has like all these different types of strings on it. One neck has like harp strings on it, and like there's always your harmonics on it. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it actually claims it was inspired by the guitar player in his Mad Max film. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, like, that like that, that like it had a cyberpunk vibe to it. And seeing that yeah. show is amazing. Yeah. Um getting to see the smile, uh their radiohead side project. Yeah. With um with uh with, with Tom York and Johnny Greenwood and Tom Skinner, the drummer from Sons of Kemet. That was an amazing show um in November. That was a fantastic show. Um I yeah. had, I had a great time with that. That was such a really fun time. But I would say, yeah, those are some of the probably the major shows I saw that like really like really
0: well me. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's yeah. I was at the smile as well and got to catch some of that other stuff. But uh yeah, I mean I definitely love to uh you know kind of piggyback on the Shiza Fest. Um that one definitely stood out to me. The uh you know I was I was really lucky to get to play it uh the second day with high planes and um yeah it was a really special thing. You know, like honestly from my uh you know personal experience that they were like just the the spirit of Nick was there. Like I've i i Uh, felt, um, I don't even know, it's not even pressure, but I just felt like I needed to kind of, you know, perform at a certain level, especially being a drummer, uh, playing there. Um, and, uh, So I think it kind of just raised my game, you know, obviously playing, you know, that, that same night, you know, like Joe, uh, and, and Al and all these other like amazing drummers from, from Rhode Island were just, you know, playing some, some great sets. It was just like a great string of, of bands and, uh, getting to see Kurnurko play again was really cool. Um, Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: But, you know, actually just kind of around the corner from there was uh Focal Fest, uh, you know, a little bit before that. That was that revival brewery that's um Focal, the uh the venue and in, in uh in Pawtucket put on. Um, you know, Jesse played that. He was kind of on like the next level there. I don't know exactly what it was, maybe it was just like a bigger stage or something like that. But he would, like uh, you know, I've seen him a lot. Um, but he was kind of had a special night there and he did like this cool cipher with a bunch of Rhode Island artists, uh like kind of impromptu, I believe, you know, he just called up a bunch of friends and had them do this. Uh, so that was really special to be there. And, um, honestly getting to see TetCon, uh, uh, I've listened to his music in the past. He's, you know, known as uh, like a producer, but he did like a solo set. Um, solo like electronic set, and that was just really cool. I mean, he was like way into it, which just totally brought me in. So, uh, TetCon is, it was fantastic that night, um, and uh i don't know if you're familiar with the band lost uh they did a house show at hill house in providence um that one really stood out to me too just because like i've got to see them in the past at AOS 220 and they're like really good there as well but this was like you know a, just a great diy basement show and um it just it really like kind of like like broke through and like it was uh I don't know, just like a like everything just came together in that moment. It was just like a like a summer night, you know, like people were just like hanging out outside. Um, that coincidentally, that was actually uh, the time I got to meet Mopes in person. You know, I did an interview with him earlier, but I never met him, and he just was at the show. So, like getting to hang out in the kitchen of this house, talking to Mopes and uh, Jesse the Tree about. Um, well, basketball i don't know if people know this but jesse is uh basically like a scout level knowledge of basketball you know so they just nerded out about that uh but that would just like just musically that really stood out uh, that was toadstool's first uh solo performance in eight years um so just getting to be there for for him as well was was pretty uh fun and, and special i'll tell track like i'm
3: gonna be mad tight like it's so bad well I got a trash mic And that's pretty much the base of my story And since the days of an order, kid I pray when the hash light's sitting dead stone With my headphones in the neck zone Straight sniffling like a head cold wreck bows with a left blow, let's go stuff to the rabbit like molasses or some velcro Hands up if you fucking with real shit And it's not about the money, you're just punching a meal ticket I'm real finicky, don't eat the peel rip. Who made you think I want a track of with you weak spinners. Yeah, I'm a weak spinner, seven days straight. I should will never take faith with a lemonade taste. Second grade brain good never claim safe. i a the pressure blade base, You couldn't measure less weight, boy.
0: And just a couple more from from my point of view. Um Eastern Medicine singers did a show right along the Blackstone river and kind of, you know, similar to what I was saying with some of that other stuff. Like, I don't, I, again, I've just kind of seen them around, you know, seen them perform at Burnside park and they're, uh, it's really true. engaging. Um, but it's, it was like, honestly, like emotional to have them perform along the Blackstone river, maybe just some of that history that was there, um, or just some, I don't even know what it was, you know, uh, to be honest. Um, but, but you know, like Daryl and his, uh, and his whole group, um, it was just really like a a wonderful uh you know experience it was at the zap 50 celebration so it was kind of just talking about uh you know the the celebration of of the river and what that kind of meant so that one just really kind of cut through like i just wasn't expecting it to be like as emotional of a performance uh for me you know um but it but it was and i just really always love that i always love when those things happen um and you know, finally, for me, obviously, again, I've been to a ton of shows. There's been great stuff I've seen, but uh, I was able to go to Ben Shaw's release show for Madeline, and uh, he took that stuff to a different place. Like he really made it into this like immersive experience where um, it wasn't just a show where he like played the album, but he had, uh, it, you know, it was also a novella. So he had some like clips from that that he had recorded, and he had uh, dancers that kind of came up. So it was just, he put a lot of thought and a lot of work into it. And it really came through and I'm really happy that he did that. And I'm happy that I was able to be there. So yeah, I'm just really encouraged by what I got to see in 2022. Um, just so much great stuff. Um, you know, I'm really looking forward to 2023 as well. Um, you know, is there anything that, that you have coming up or, you know, in 2023 that you want to shout out and anything that's coming with top five fiend or.
1: Yeah. I mean, at the first Thursday of each month is the variety showcase series. Yeah. And I book a show there every first Thursday of each month. Um, So yeah, I got the first few months of that squared away. Um What else am I doing? I'm working on my, I think my ninth. Oh my God, it's getting me out of time. Um, but yeah, it's, it's my, it's, it's good, um Yeah. Yeah. I think my ninth, um, my ninth and my ninth edition, of my birthday benefit shows cool. for the J. Arthur Trudeau Memorial Center. Um, yeah. We're doing, yeah. Um, yeah. It's going to be April 21st. is going to be now, April 20th. is going to be at the news cafe in Pawtucket. April 21st is going to be at the parlor. April 22nd is going to be at dusk. Um, and yeah, I'm working on getting the line for that squared away and everything. we we'll, are we'll forward to that. Um other than that i mean i i'm planning on i'm planning i'm I'm, I'm, I'm like i'm trying to like i'm trying to recalibrate my like, be, be healthier now like, I, ha- not like I, ha- I don't have any health problems or anything but i'm mm-hmm. trying to lose some weight be a little healthier so i'm gonna take the first two months to go off of the year do yeah. some hybrid and go to the gym a lot more cool and, like outside the shows i have to do at the parlor so when the when year like things start to warm up when i'm getting out like you know maybe I have some old clothes that I have fit in there to fit in by that yeah. time. Yeah, so, good man. Some weight, you know, go back to the gym more and then. Yeah, I mean it's us to be healthier. I think it's like one like well I'm already been trying I'm already been working on it now, but I definitely mm-hmm. want to like take it to a different level coming to see just be a health you know and this adopt healthier habits. Yeah nothing crazy. You, but it's adopt habits,
0: that's good man. You know?
1: Um yeah, yeah yeah but yeah I mean that's all I got for shows sure, now like, that's that's
0: good, I mean, that's good
1: man. Yeah, E. pop is going to be coming out on January 6th. Yeah, maybe he's already had a string of West Coast states. Maybe right? he comes to the East Coast. Oh, that'd be rad. Yeah, province. yeah. You know, come on, Strand. Come on, Be <laughs> You know, do Welcome.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But,
1: uh, but yeah, like, you know, so I'm excited to see what happens. I mean, I mean, just to see, you know, like, you know, outside of Rhythm Roots again, Newport Jazz will Folk PVD Fest. I'm really excited to see PVD Fest coming mm. this year, like, full force. So, like, with, with a full year of organization behind it, with no. Roll from COVID, you know. Let's see how that does. Yeah, one thing that really stood out to me this year is that there's a new young crop, new young crop of bands mm-hmm. that are really making their way through. You know, um, that I think I'm really, they really, I'm really happy about. Um, you know, I mean, there's a sleds, um, Dread okay. Buffalo, Camelopard, Um Shirley Drive. um These are all bands like they're not all from Rhode Island, but they're from like around Southern New England, so they, yeah. they come play. But they'll play New Bedford, they'll play Plymouth, they'll play Worcester, they'll play New London. Um, you know, like Jay Tourniquet, another great band, Balloon Thief, another great band. Um, so like, it's one thing I'm, one thing going forward I think it makes me really happy is that like, you know, like we have a New york crop
0: mm-hmm. there
1: coming up. Like I know I know if you talk to some of the old guys, they'll mention the ebb and flow of the province music
0: yeah,
1: before the past. And you know, that's one thing as a promoter, I'm always, I'm not really always worried about it. I view it as, in a sense where like, I know my duty is to keep things, help keep things striving and mm-hmm. help keep shows happening. So I'm always trying to find bands to work with. So knowing that we actually have some bands coming through and why, why you know, doing stuff, I think it's yeah. great. So that, that's that's what I'll say going forward. I think it's, just really, it's, it's a nice thing to see going forward is that we have, you know, we're, that this thing that this thing we got is still growing. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, you know, let it grow and be inclusive. And you know, I mean, it was in you know, play rock and roll music and hip hop and everything.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, it's necessary, um, to just always have people coming up and and you know, pushing those that are there and uh, you know, hopefully learning from what uh, you know, came before them, but uh, you know, just yeah, evolving and making new stuff. And I don't know, I do feel that the the scene, you know, all of the different scenes are in pretty good places, you know, like the Rhode Island hip hop scene. Uh, is doing some like really interesting stuff and is getting some, some recognition, you know, of whether it's like flawless, who is just, you know, absolutely killing it. Um, you know, John Hope uh is, is just, you know, I mean, it was, his, his record came out a while ago. Like, you know, uh, I forgot 2021, maybe even earlier than that, but like, yeah. uh, I, I know he's working on some new stuff. Uh, just phenomenal tie. performer. What's Ty that?
2: Cooper.
0: Oh yeah. Tie. I Ty. Mean, tie. Cooper, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um it's just yeah, it's just cool to see what's happening with stuff. that but um you know just everything uh you know the bluegrass scene like what uh, rock hearts are doing i mean they're starting to get a lot of recognition nationally um and then like the bluegrass scenes getting invited to all these festivals and um and obviously yes. like the electronic noise stuff with the uh, what Alec Redfern is doing with doom and um you know Mark Satelia and all these other people that are still like pushing things uh it's just it's it's really cool to see how all of these little pockets are there and there's just some people that are you know making a name for our tiny little state you know so yeah i'm really excited about 2023 um you know i've got a couple of uh music releases that i'll you know probably announce soon um i'll tease it here though but there's some fun ones uh with some people some you know artists that i absolutely love um so those will be coming out in early 2023 so uh you know, watch the, watch the internet for, uh, for those things. But I, have uh, been really like loving doing these like short run physical, uh, releases, you know, to, to kind of help people with that. And, um, yeah, so I'm super excited for what will be announced soon. And, um, and then, yeah, you know, sort of like you, man, uh, I've kind of taken a little bit of a step back, uh, just to kind of get focused more on health. You know, I was doing this podcast stuff, like, you know, full, you know, full bore of just, you know, trying to get a release out every week. And, you know, uh, I just had to kind of like take a little bit of a step back, um, just to, uh, you know, stay healthy and, and safe and sane and, you know, be a good dad and all these other things, be a good husband and stuff. And, um, but yeah, in 2023, I'm looking to, uh, you know, get back to a little bit more of that routine and getting, you know, to talk to more Rhode Island artists about their history and, um, you know, I'm always looking for uh, some recommendations, you know, uh, especially if it just has some diversity. I just want to cover a bunch of different styles of music and eras and, um, you know, people just so it's not, you know, just a certain style or, you know, just white guys, you know, like I want to cover all of those different stuff, you know, so um, just to get all those different perspectives. So I'm always open to requests and, um, you know, or, or hit me up if you want to talk, you know, so um, if you're listening. Uh but yeah, you know, Rob, I really do appreciate you uh taking some time to talk about this. It was uh pretty cool, you know, to uh to reflect back on this. And you definitely shouted out some stuff that's yeah, you know, I, I, I knew kind of like you. on 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 a peripheral uh you know, heard some names, but definitely some stuff I need to check out deeper. Um, because yeah, man, I mean you're you're out there, you're you know, in the clubs, you're listening to all this stuff. Um, it's just been, you know to you personally, it's just been super awesome to see how much your career has been growing and, you know, congratulations on the uh, Boston music awards nomination um, and all of those other things, man. It's just really cool to see like your, your career grow Um, and just, you know, representing us well and here in Rhode Island and and just being a great, um, you know, asset to, to so many people. Like, I mean, like honestly, like for me as a musician and, and just watching what you do, like you're a very, um, you know, important person and a very, uh, you know, needed person. Uh, so I, you know, I'm sincerely thanking you for all that you do, man, you know? So, uh, yeah, I appreciate you doing this. I look forward to seeing you at some shows soon. Um, and, uh, you know, catching up next time we, uh, we chat, you know, so.
1: All right, James. Well, yeah, my pleasure being out. Thanks for having me on. It's been a great talk without, uh, you know, reviewing this year in music and talking about records and shows and all sorts of good stuff. <laughs> Thanks again
0: yeah yeah (laughs) i'd I'd, I'd have to say it wasn't didn't seem like it was too hard to twist your armor it was like hey do you want to nerd out for music for a little bit you're like sure
4: man (laughs) yeah why not right yeah absolutely why not cool all right right, right, i'll talk to you soon man thank you yeah i wish i had another me to invest in having seeds was a blessing that led the greed for possessions i grew up like ivy on brick buildings i'm lively so i'm gonna live like an ivy and sick children Feeling the real when I spit feelings is healing. I'm no hero but aimin' to kill villains. My village is all protagonists. We Marvel and DC combined. We own the masters, we now the, the masters. thesis refined. While the fans empty the bleachers screaming, referees blind. I keep coaching players tap in like Gregory Hines. Genetics get spilled like pilled medicine. Playlist is filled with MCs, I'm way better than. But I ain't counting the accolades, that's a masquerade. My mama's boy, I've been trotting along the path she paved. I'm a coated gold for my littles to have better days until that old grape becomes fine wine or a better raisin. And I ain't saying I'm Einstein, but you better raise em, right? To learn the difference from wrong. Lion's perpetuation that the crying ain't strong A lion when in the midst of the injured gazelle ain't eating That ain't stupid, it's more power, it ain't weakness I'm on another level of thought I revel in competition, even whether it's sport It's hunting season every month, that's what the shovel is for I'm God body, if you hating, you a devil, it's war yeah. My tools are sharpened like number twos at poorly resourced schools where you hardly get taught rules. You learn to make boss moves, even if they say lost grooves was the cause of your short fuse. Yeah, just pop a bit You can learn the ropes and sell drugs to little children. Where losers are winners and winners wear uniforms. And people without struggle or debt are called unicorns. Ask anyone where I'm from. I'm dead nice, hitting with bars for a very long time. Like Craig Price, killing them. Steady rising like balloons filled with helium. Colliding with a cosmic rarity. I'm type really Everyone in your circle is not a legend. B. We nobody's from nowhere. We hood celebrity. The that made you think you were legend is just a memory i only hope my kids remember me and build a legacy and when they bring up my story no propaganda i'm just a teacher but i'm still building like joe Belanger g i red laces for all them snakes and cobra commander see I been growing my own flowers for years and i'm learning to face my fears after bourbon and shedding tears i swallowed my pride with several bears and now i celebrate life my brother cheers yeah. We made something from nothing and made nothing for it. We made a couple classic albums but never went touring. We've been recording for years and forever performing. Yeah. We made something for nothing and made nothing for it. Made a couple classic albums but never went touring. Been recording for years and forever performing. I nothing nothing
3: say I was a fool Dude, Believing all the lies but I grew nah, never again, man. Never again. Living off hope but giving y'all dope uh-huh. This shit that I wrote that y'all forget that I wrote right. Another one like Khalid to calm rhythms Like ballads for y'all to give And My talents is God's given My hands got cause Sean Who's building, building huh? I either focus the balance or fall victim huh? Gave the culture my whole heart but well, y'all didn't Wisdom, my third eye, I never That's lost vision. vision I guess as I stand and I walk, all different man's was artistic. My fans turned autistic, so I traveled the lands and talked oh, with them. But no reciprocation, that led to, I don't, I don't get, get it, it but on the flip side, maybe you're Sean. Maybe I'm wrong, maybe my songs is only crazy to Sean. So I guess my only way to put on, put, go home to Cali, brought my lady along. Come on, babe. I was skating till they gave me that call. Uh-huh. Your mama is ill, your mama for real. How would I feel if I lose you? But not present, cause I'm chatting with who's who, i tracking views on YouTube. I choose you, sacrificing what I built up. I move through unsatisfied with no real love. I strategize like a real one, surviving this war. My battle cries for the children. Even when I'm off the meter, And a tie, I dust myself off like a Leah and try better. Two lessons that I learned on this surf is to get it, gotta motivate The other lesson, you don't get what you worth You only get what you negotiate